Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. All right. We need to make a phone call here. Yeah. Got a special intro done up and everything. I wonder if she'll pick up. Which isn't her, by the way. She's not answering. She's not either. even answering. Maybe they got back late last night. Seven, eight, zero. Okay, try, try again. Try him. Regret the moment that I let you go. This is bizarre. Like he's never, ever late. So much. I know now that I love you cause I need to touch you. I don't have great skills on the in case you don't know, we are calling Grant. Because he's supposed to be here and he's not. Completely wasted my my intro. This is bizarre. I guess I get to do the news. Oh God! This is crazy. Okay, we're we're like six years in. You have reached and, Grant Johnson, and he and is, the, and this never is never late. He's been late once, and that was because he was running a little bit behind, and then he decided to prank me on the way in. That's the only time I can actually remember. You and I have never been late. No, but, but we oh, I, we I do when I take the bus, but that's that's something different. Di- that's different. But when I'm picking you up, we're never late. Grant, like I said, has never been late. He's usually here by uh, by five. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And we have a rule that five ten. If one of us isn't here, we're supposed to text at five fifteen. We call. We've done all that. Like I called him at like five thirty as well. So we called him. We called his wife. Uh, Too bad the kids don't have a cell phone. <laughs> 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 We're kicking off the show this morning without Grant um, and with Rob Zombie. If you're a big Rob Zombie fan, he's got a movie coming out. He's redoing the Munsters, and it will be on Netflix in September. So we're playing Dragula. The locker room topic of the day. National Junk Food Day. So what is your go-to junk food? I'll start with you, Jimmy. I'm not a sweets guy, so my junk food is usually beef jerky or... Potato chips. 
Yeah, I'm just trying to think because I'm. You know what it is for me? Would pistachios be like if I have a bunch of stuff sitting on a table, like a chocolate bar? Probably one of my favorite chocolate bars, a bucket of ice cream, um, like, I don't know, Doritos, some sort of a chip, corn chips I love. And then I have like, like uh, you know, a bucket of cashews or a bucket of pistachios or something like that. I'd probably grab popcorn. Uh, more often than not, I'm probably going to grab the pistachios. That's how I sort of put put it into perspective. Beef jerky... It's got to be good beef jerky because the stuff that that's as hard as your pants, right? You know what I mean? Like it's like chewing on your on a pair of jeans. Yeah, like like when I'll I was I'll eat that. When I was traveling, that was a good go-to when we'd stop at the gas station, grab a bag of the the other problem with that is that I try to stay away from it cuz it's like grossly overpriced a lot of times. Oh, yeah. Like crazy. No, mine can I get away with pistachios as a junk food? I guess so. It's healthy junk food. It's a snack it food. I mean, it's usually they're coated in salt or some kind of a flavor. The locker room topic of the day. We're doing your go-to junk food on National Junk Food Day. Uh, Mike from Ontario. Sour cherry blasters and Lay's salt and vinegar chips. Big handfuls of each. So he does both at the same time. Wow. I'm just trying to wrap my head around that. Say that again. So those sour cherry candies, those gummy cherry blasters. Yeah. And then salt and vinegar chips. There is only one way that somebody discovers that that might be a good idea. He smokes pot. Oh, heavy. For for sure. And for many, many years. (laughs) The locker room topic of the day. Hello. Good morning, Army Chris. Go to junk hey, food. Well, obviously, lay salt and vinegar chips, so I consider that food. So <laughs> that's a cold meal. Pe- <laughs> cold peanut M and M's. What? Sorry. Cold. Oh, so peanut. you put, oh you throw them in the fridge? I can't eat them any other way. They have to be refrigerator. I won't eat them. You know what? I uh, I always thought I was a peanut M and M guy, and I was at the theater a couple years ago, and um, this is going to be a long story, so settle in. Okay. And they. They were out of the yellow bag of peanut M&Ms. So yeah. I went for what I thought was new. I think they they might be they may have been around for a lot longer than I was aware of them, but they're the caramel filled M&Ms. Have you gone that route? They have peanut butter ones too, but I can't do it. The peanut butter one I've tried and it's it's okay. The peanut ones were always my go-to. I I love peanut M&Ms, but I'm telling you right now you got to try the the uh the caramel filled M and M's might change your these life. Got, these got to be new. No, they're not. I think they're. I think they've been around for a while. I think I just recently discovered them. I will actively seek them out in my uh, shopping endeavors today. Cruise FM presents the Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at AlwaysPlumbing.ca. You got to come on. Had to replay this. <laughs> Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Here we go. Little peaches and herb. Yeah. The show's back to normal again. Um, bit of a delay this morning. Cause Sorry about that. Grant slept in. 
<laughs> I'm not even kidding. We were calling KFCs. We didn't know what else to do. Well, it's not a terrible idea. <laughs> what we should have done is we should have called the KFC buffet in Saskatchewan. Wayburn, we drove by it. Did you? Yeah, yeah. It was hard not to pull in. So Grant was in Ontario, and you did the drive back in two days. We split Jesus. it into two days with 16 hours in the car. Yeah, it was a lot. That's, yeah, so I'm not surprised that you uh, you uh, slept in this morning. Sorry about that. So our rule is um, when it, at 10 after 5, we're supposed to send a text if yeah. one of us isn't in the in the room. And then at uh, 5.15, we start calling. Um, and then... Uh, and we called... We, we called your phone, and then we called Michaela's phone. Right? Oh, yeah. Well, Michaela well, she's the even, one that woke me up. Oh, she might have heard her phone yeah. buzzing or something. Yeah, she's yeah. the one that woke me up. <laughs> if, if your kids would have had a phone, we would have been calling them. Locker room topic of the day. Who are we calling here? Devin. Devin. Hello. Devin, what's your go-to junk food? Yours was interesting. <laughs> Beef jerky or bison jerky, and then... Pull that down with a Bud Light and chase it with some salted cashews. It's the best combination of horrible deliciousness you can get. Why do I want to go home right now and do this? <laughs> I kind of do, too. <laughs> All right. And buffalo jerky, where are you getting that? So bison jerky, like I don't like all these stupid flavors that are out with like the sweet and the spicy and pepper and all that. you got to stick with the original or the regular beef or I want to taste jerky, the animal. But- yeah, <laughs> uh, real deal meats on the south side on uh, 91st Ave, just north of Ellerslie. Uh, one of the best butcher shops in the city. Um, and a fun fact: they're the only butcher shop in the city, even during COVID, where there's a, a lineup outside because they can only have four people in at a time. But you yeah. wait in line for 30 minutes at any given point of the day to get in there. Yeah, they got the best, the best absolute best red meat and chicken and anything in there. But their jerk is phenomenal. All right, I'm going to have to hit that place up for that. What, what was it? We'll give him another plug. Uh, Real Deal Meats. Real Deal Meats. Oh, thanks for this, my friend. Thank you. And let them know that Devin said that, so maybe I get a discount. Yeah. If I send a thousand, <laughs> thousand bucks a month in there. So. <laughs> the Locker Room Topic of the Day. Uh, we're doing your go-to junk food. Grant? Jim texted in. He said it's a seven-course meal. A uh, ring of garlic sausage and add a six-pack of beer. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I made the mistake last night of drinking um, while well, going to the store and buying Bud Light Lime. Yeah. And I forgot that those things don't get me drunk. <laughs> they just give you heartburn. <laughs> well, that's what they do for me anyways. <laughs> I don't get heartburn from them, but I... I had like four, and I'm like, "Come on, come on!" <laughs> but where's the buzz? I'll but, have three but more. Light, does Bud Light get you drunk? Because it doesn't me. I I get a buzz off Bud Light, but I think there's even less liquor or booze or alcohol or whatever the it's hell the it lime. is. It's something. So, there's something with the. You know what? It's also it's like 27, 28 degrees. On my back deck, right? Yeah. And I'm outside. We had dinner outside, and I'm slamming them, and they're just like coming out of your pores. <laughs> just a nice like, dinner with you and your wife. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. Morgan? Morgan. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. You have some interesting junk food tastes. <laughs> Is it that interesting? Well, specifically the, the pretzel one. Yeah, what's, the, what's with the pretzel thing? 
Anything sweet and salty is a win for me. Okay. So yogurt covered pretzels. Yeah. Oh, I guess that's why you like peanut M&M's then, too, sweet and salty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or like chocolate covered pretzels are good, too, but for some reason the yogurt ones. So yeah, what are you doing? You're like, you're going to the fridge, grabbing a bucket of yogurt and like d- dipping in. <laughs> well, you could buy yogurt covered pretzels. Oh, can no. you? Yeah, oh. it's the it's the pre-made one. Oh. It's not real yogurt. It's definitely just sugar. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you were hammering yogurt <laughs> as a dip, like a bucket. No. I've like... never used yogurt as a dip before. <laughs> no, just the ones that are white instead of like chocolate. Oh, colors. okay. It's All definitely right. not yogurt though. Okay, awesome. Okay, thank you, Morgan. You cleared it up no for problem. us. Okay, have a good day. No problem. Again, we're not going to get sidetracked by the. Do you wash your legs or not? No. <laughs> because this is a bit different. But that's the last time we talked about this was, you know, the conversation about do you wash your legs. Uh, and this is more about what you wash first and what it might say about you. Grant's got the list of stuff. Yeah. There's five different things. Jimmy, what's yours? I head first. Okay. I always do the head and hair. So shampoo, condition, and then really? you move down? Okay. All right. Yeah. What does that what does it say in there about about head first dudes? Hair. If you wash your hair before any part of your body, you are a hopeless romantic. You're often immersed in your thoughts and you have the temperament of an intellectual and an artist. And that s- describes me exactly. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like Jimmy. Stuck at 14. Is it saying anything there about that? <laughs> Grant, what are you first? So Mine has changed because I've like grown out a beard in the last two years or whatever. Yeah. So I have like a beard wash that I will put in first. If it wasn't for that, I start with the shoulders. Okay. What does it say about guys that do shoulders? Um, those who scrub their shoulders right away tend to carry the world on their shoulders, describing their devotion. Um, these people don't stop what they're doing until they're, they're completely drained. Shoulder washers are believed to be both loyal and reliable. Loyal and reliable, I, I'll, I'll give you, but you're not carrying the weight of the shoulders. <laughs> no, <on>. no. <laughs> carrying the weight of the world? <laughs> on your shoulders. Yes. All right. Uh, I'm balls. What does it say about balls? Uh, well, I'm into the junk just, right you away. You just start with that, mm-hmm. hey? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's... I a, spend an abnormal amount of time like, there why, too. like why do you isn't it when you stand there isn't i can't it in explain the, it isn't well, it in the bottom of the tub so the five were face shoulders armpits chest and hair but then there wasn't any other any body part okay and it says but this is no specific order so okay. all right i think you just uh what does it say about any specific you need to stop touching yourself (laughs) (laughs) the locker room presents the grant report for jt's bar and grill where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people now grant johnson the pope is coming the pope is coming bars are expected to be packed this weekend as the pope will arrive here uh in this city if you're traveling this weekend, uh, heads up the parts of the QE2, renamed the Pope Trail for His Holiness's visit, uh, will be closed down as he'll be traveling from the airport in his Pope Mobile, throwing out candy and Bibles to, to onlookers. 
Pope Fest is expected to be the event of the summer with tickets to mass at Commonwealth State Stadium reselling for thousands of dollars right now. Uh, it'll be a big night as Judas Priest will be opening things up before the Pope <laughs> takes the stage. If you're unable to get tickets into Commonwealth for mass, uh, he will also be hosting a pancake breakfast with a meet and greet at Brado's. <laughs> Before he rides the funicular. <laughs> and then he'll be throwing out the first pitch at the Riverhawks game. And then he'll be heading over to K-Days for a corn dog and a game of skee-ball. Pope Fest 2022. Get your merchandise on the locker room page now. The Grab Report is brought to you by Edmonton Glory Hole Tours. Don't let summer slip by you. Book a tour today at Edmonton or Tabor. GloryHoleTours.com. Three. I shall call him Minnie. I will not be ignored. It's like Minnie at the movies, but shorter. Yeah, when we were away, James Khan uh, passed away. Yeah. Uh, July 6, 2022. How old was he when he passed away? He was... That's a good question. So he was born was he, in 1940. Oh, he was in his 80s then. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, early 80s. It says a lot about who you are as a person based on who you, what movies you remember James Kong was in. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> most people would have said Godfather, but I heard a couple of people. What did Jimmy say? Oh, Some he was Nicolas the Nicolas Cage one. <laughs> yes. Honeymoon in Vegas. <laughs> But one, uh-huh. one I kind of forgot he was in, but it's a great movie, is Misery. Yeah, Misery's a, That's an right. amazing he movie. Was, yes. He was the one that got his uh, he is, knees he got or his ankle. Yeah. He was Kathy the author. Yeah, that she, so you've already seen Misery then? Yes. Actually, I think we might have made, made you that. Watch was that was a mention of yeah. movies, for sure. Here's the thing. What we've been doing this year is we've been getting people to pick the movies. So they've been like locker room listener choices. Yeah. And today, I think we need to just step in and end the conversation with... He's an angry elf. <laughs> no, I did not. Elf. I hate he's never seen. He's never seen Elf. What? Uh, no. You uh, would Will, actually love that movie. Will Ferrell angers me. Like, I want to... See, now hit. you're you're just making us... He's an angry elf. Like, that's the movie now, because... <laughs> The fact that you haven't seen Elf, I've seen kind of, I've seen clips. Everybody like, has. Like it's the, one of like the, the biggest. It's like it's Christmas, Christmas time. time. Like when yeah. the when the midget drop kicks him. That's yeah, it's this, Peter Dinklage. That's isn't it? this clip. He's an angry elf. Yeah, like he. Anyway, we don't. I'm not going to explain yeah. Elf to you. Um, <laughs> I think you have to make that. You one. do. Yeah. Everyone's going to pick that one anyway, right? The only other one I could think of was Rollerball. Did you ever watch that one? I haven't seen the original one, but I did see the remake. <laughs> it's like a futuristic movie or yeah, Rollerball. He was in some weird movies like, like Dogville and A Bridge Too Far. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. He was in some. He was in some different ones. The fact that you haven't seen you Elf, Jimmy, see come Elf. on. Yeah, yeah. All right. End of discussion. No, agreed. I need to be drunk because He's I can't stand elf. Will Ferrell. Ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. Good morning, Cruise. Hello. Hello. Everything okay? Yeah. What can we do for you? Who is this? Who is this? You're calling us. <laughs> oh, I go. I must have dialed the wrong number. I'm so sorry. Who are you trying to call? Yeah, who are you? Tra- I was trying to call Michael. Oh, Michael's not here. No, there is no Michael here. No, right. Michael. That's okay. 
Is Michael your lover? <laughs> yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. What can you tell us about Michael? Mm. He's sensual. Tall, dark, and handsome. And yeah. what's, what's your name? <laughs> Do you listen to the locker room? Uh, that, that's 95 something, right? Yeah. 95 7? Yeah. 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 yeah Nailed I it. I, I, I bounce back and forth. Well, you reached the radio station, the, the show. Oh, yes. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so sorry. Say hi to Michael. I sure will. I hope he has a large unit <laughs> or knows how to use it. Wouldn't be here. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, my name is uh, James P. White from the locker room on uh, 95.7 Cruise FM. And today I get the uh, pleasure of talking to uh, Rick Nielsen from the uh, Cheap Trick. And you, you're you the lead guitar player, I is that correct? Am. Awesome. Okay, so listening to this. Just to get into this, uh, huge question. Uh, this year's a big year for you guys. You've got the the new album coming out, or that's out. Uh, we're all right with we're the sync. All right. We're all right. And we're all all right. <laughs> oh, we're all all right. We're all all right. Awesome. And so, <laughs> and your so big bad. and your single right now, a long time running, has long time coming. Long time. <laughs> the disappointment. <laughs> the, the disappointment in yourself is still uh, playing that because. There's been a conversation behind the scenes about Jimmy interviewing another band, and I yeah. want to toss the round whether or not we should do that. Okay. Okay. That's coming up next. So it was brought to my attention that we have an opportunity to interview a couple of the bands that are coming to Rockfest this year. So we're sort of going back and forth with emails, and somebody goes, we should get Jimmy to interview Lee Aaron. And I'm like, here's the thing. What we did to Jimmy with the the Rick Nielsen Cheap Trick interview worked. And here's why it worked. Because Rick Nielsen, I knew he was a bit of a dick. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and he kind of deserves it. So, like, sicking Jimmy on him, yeah, I didn't have a problem. And it was, like, a very natural, pure thing. Like... It wasn't a hey, you should go do a bad interview with Rick from Cheap no, Trick. It was no. it was us going, Hey, you're gonna interview Rick and him going, I'm gonna give the greatest interview <laughs> known to man. I'll show these guys and then yeah. just naturally fell apart. Like, See, I don't But when you start an interview and the guy's already mad. He's always mad. He is, I, I but still you don't na- understand you got why the, he does interviews. The name of his song wrong three times in a row and then the album wrong. What Jimmy's referring to is because he kinda got th- he got lost in the. It was like, hey, hold. He called or whatever, and then it was like, I'll transfer you to this place. Got transferred to the had wrong. Had to be transferred around anyway, yeah. and then finally Jimmy ends up with him, and then it's Jimmy, right? And yeah. we all love Jimmy, but Jimmy is a tremendous amount of what? Chaos. Yeah, you're just a lot of work. That's all. <laughs> and I and I love you, right? Like I love you like a brother, but it's it's a lot of work what you present to the world. Okay, and. Here's the problem I have with the just like randomly deciding that it would be funny 
to sick Jimmy on Learen. Does anybody know? I don't know anything about Learen. If I'm a huge fan, that's the one thing is Jimmy has a yeah. huge crush on her. They're she, about the same age. But does she have a sense of humor? Like, is she going to understand I've seen what's her happening? Do, I've seen other interviews that she's done. Okay. Like a friend of mine, a Naomi, interviewed her for her podcast. <laughs> Well, and it was ask a good, Naomi what, good. and she and it was a great interview. I it was uh, like and she, okay, she's so the fun question. And, is, I guess, do you want to interview Learen? I would, definitely. No, the question, the better question is, does Learen want to be interviewed by Jimmy? Because <laughs> <laughs> also the problem, because also the problem with Rick is he was expecting you. No, but the thing with Rick is, and this is, I don't make any apologies for our decision. Grant and I, I told Grant, I yeah. said, I know a little bit about Rick. He's a bit, he's a bit crotchety, right? Bit. This, this will be funny. And it worked out brilliantly. Like I said, it couldn't have, it couldn't have been any better. I asked, I asked the guy, what band or artist has influenced you? No, we, we influence ourselves. To, no, we don't need to no, keep going over it. That was question. near the end of the interview after you had screwed everything else up. Yeah, it was. It only screwed two things up. By the way, reshare that on our social media. Yeah, because if people want to put, the, if people want to put themselves through four minutes, which feels like four hours of the worst interview I've ever heard in my life. Uh, go to a uh, cruise. Put it on face. Where where are you putting it? Put it on Twitter oh, and Facebook. Yeah. All right, I'll retweet it as well. Anyway, um, have a minute. If you have a minute, watch that today or listen to that today. Oh, my God. I wish we would have had video of that. That was before the Zoom craze, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. That would have been fantastic. I wish it was and on see Zoom. his facial expressions? And, Me, too. And I was in the back, and it was new me using the, the producer's room. Like It was, it was a lot of chaos on my end. Okay. Well, I need to know if, if Lee Aaron has the, the, the mental capacity as a human being to deal with you before I agree to let you in a room with her alone. Okay. Because okay. I don't want to just do it. It's cruel, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> but I, did, she's a I, nice, did, I did Darby we Mills. Knew Darby okay. Mills was fine though. She, I like, I know enough about Darby that I knew that would be okay. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. So if anybody has any idea about Learen, Right, maybe she's a bit of a I don't know, biatch, and we should do it. No, yeah, or maybe she'll see the you. interview she did with the with my friend, and it went well. Do we need to explain this more? <laughs> Cruise FM. I don't know. I got a a note from somebody that I actually trust about this, um, and he is saying that Learen is not a nice person. Perfect. <laughs> That's what we want. That's what you want. Let me know what Naomi says, okay? Send, okay. Send her a note. And now, the locker room presents Star Wars News. Now, your host for Star Wars News, James P. White. So I think this is going to be a thing for uh, Disney with the, when it comes to the uh, Star Wars series, because uh, Andor is actually going to have a two-episode premiere, so they're going to release the first two episodes. That's the news. 
You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Disney, Disney didn't invent the we're going to release a couple episodes early on the front end of a series. But that wasn't the total news. That wasn't the news. You I was made just, it sound like... Because they're releasing the two episodes. It's they're having they've been two doing seasons. That for years. They're having two seasons. Here's the new season. Here's two episodes. Enjoy everybody. They did it with the boys. This isn't. They do it with everyone. This isn't breaking news. This isn't a Disney. Disney didn't magically come up. Okay, with this, so with then the what's Andor going series. on in Andor? So what's going on in the Andor I don't even series? Know what the hell Andor is? <laughs> exactly. That's it's a what car. I was. The, the news was supposed to be electric car. I think. I don't even want to do it anymore. Oh, too bad. So. Johnny Hockey's gone. Yeah, Johnny Gaudreau signed in Columbus. Columbus. Yeah, weird place. How does that happen? How do you lose your like top player on your team? Like what? And he, he was like, I don't want to play hockey in Alberta. <laughs> that was it. He was he was like, I, I don't want to be in Canada. What did they get for him? Do we know? Like like was there a, a good exchange? I'm guessing there was. Whenever there is sort of an in like a an odd trade like that, well, it was, a, the it was team... a free agent. He was a free agent. So did he get anything? Did Calgary no. get nothing? Nothing. What? Yeah, yeah. He was a unrestricted free agent. Wow. And then Matthew Kachuk, he basically sat the Flames down. And this is this is this is fairly new. I saw this yesterday afternoon. The reports are. Like he has said, I am not signing here. Yeah, because he's got one more year left on his contract. Yeah, and he said basically said I I will not sign a long term contract with you. Here's seven teams I will though. You can trade like try to work a trade with these seven teams. Crazy. Yeah, there's a culture issue down there or something. They don't like the coach. Something's or something. going on. Yeah, something right or they're they're both Americans. Isn't Johnny Gaudreau American? I don't know. And so they want to go back to the States, right? Because Matt Kachuk is, is American. That that one, that's what people are saying. Yeah. Because he, he's from the St. Louis area. And, they, and, and the yeah, speculation Johnny, is Johnny Goodrow's from New Jersey. So, so, I mean, that could be a thing where he had two American guys, young guys that wanted to go back to the States. Yeah. And they're just done with, with Calgary, right? Yeah. Who knows? But, man, I would be in a Flames fan right now. That's got to be tough. Your 200-point scorers. <laughs> Gone. And, like, both not just, like, both are like, I will not play here. Well, that's basically where Matthew Kachuk yeah. is at right now. Like, he has put his foot down, and he's saying, I'm not, I don't, I will not play. Is it next year, or is it, like, does he have to put his year in? So he would have to put, like, he, he has, he's under contract for this coming season still. But they'll probably trade him before that. They might dump him. Just yeah, to, just if he doesn't want to play, if like, you don't want to be there. Get get rid of him. They'll probably get some decent players back. So the only other thing that's like hockey wise that we should maybe toss around here is the Patrick Kane stuff. There was uh, a betting. The betting odds are that the Oilers are the favorites to land. Patrick really, Kane. Okay. that's what they're saying. Yeah, and we have room right now because of Duncan Keith and then Mike Smith on the IR and losing Cassian. Zach. And then they, they they actually signed Evander Kane probably for a little less than they would have normally had. I was to. surprised at the deal they got him for. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what Bag Milk was saying yesterday too. But so the Patrick, what? How do you feel about that? Patrick Kane is a pretty pretty awesome player. So I think he's still got it too. Right? Okay. Do you think so? I uh, more than Duncan Keith had it. He's still he's still a pretty good player. If you're taking an older player, Duncan. Like Duncan Keith over Patrick Kane, 
obviously. I mean, I, I obviously don't. Keith's a little bit older than Patrick Kane. Yeah, I but, guess Patrick Kane's only thirty-three. Yeah. Ah, oh, man. I don't want to get too excited, but that that would give us a fairly strong top six. <laughs> yeah. No. I think Patrick Kane still even that at thirty six is still or thirty three is still a top six player. Oh yeah. So you got Drysital, you got David, <laughs> you've got Kane, you got Nuge, and you got Patrick Kane. Good lord. Um, we did get a good a text here. This is good to point out. At least Calgary still has Lucic. <laughs> You know what? I hope they don't lose old Luch. <laughs> Somebody tweeted me a Johnny Goudreau story that uh, gives a bit more insight into why he left. Yeah, he wrote a thing in the Players yeah, and Tribune. This, this dropped yesterday, so I didn't get a chance to read this. Um, yeah, so uh, Christine and Edward, Oilers fan, 7775. I'll retweet what they sent me. Um, so that uh, people can have a quick read. It looks like, too, that his wife had an opportunity. His wife's a nurse, had a really good opportunity. In Columbus. Yeah. Yeah. And so that uh, that was part of the motivation behind the move as well. There you go. And his dad had a heart attack, so he wanted to be a little closer, closer to home. Closer home. Yeah. That, you know, stuff like that. That's fair. Yeah. It wasn't all Calgary sucks. I mean, we may have jumped <laughs> huge to some pa- It's a huge part of it still, though. <laughs> The City of Edmonton is committed to its ongoing effort to keep you informed on your mosquito abatement program progress. While some may see the introduction of a new species of disease-carrying mosquito as a complete and utter failure in the program, we now will welcome the opportunity to house our new little friends as a free food source for all the bats we're buying. This is a cost savings win for taxpayers. Program officials, in partnership with Edmonton's 311 Mosquito Reporting System, have narrowed down the source of the new species to a stagnant Mr. Turtle Pool on Terry from Clairview's front lawn. Bylaw officers have issued firm warnings to have this source eliminated, or they may be forced to issue another stern, firm warning. We want to reassure Edmontonians this was entirely your fault and completely preventable and would not have occurred if our hands-off instructions were followed properly. We're counting on you, Edmonton. You're all in this together. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. What was the last show that everybody was watching? Oh, it was the Korean one. Yeah, everyone is watching uh, the suicide game. What, what was it called? Why am I gapping on that? Because <laughs> that was on Netflix. I know which. Somebody is, is screaming at Somebody the radio. Somebody is driving right now. right now going, You idiots. Probably our <laughs> boss is saying that. <laughs> what was it called? I don't even know what to Google. <laughs> I'm trying, I just Googled Korean show and I can't find it. Uh, Korean TV show? Korean, popular Korean okay, well, television. Next slide. So, you know, no, that doesn't help. They just a game. Yeah, Squid game? Squid game? Squid game! Squid game! Squid game! So game, yeah. Woo! Okay, we figured it out. Woo, we're good. We're good at our jobs. So, so the next big show that I think everybody's going to be watching, like everybody on the planet yeah. is going to be watching, is that uh, prequel to Game of Thrones. The House of the Dragon. Yeah, um, this will be a big like Sunday night. Everyone watches it. Because uh, when, when it came to uh, Game of Thrones, I didn't get into it at the beginning, but towards like the last two so seasons, you're, you're I got into now? it. Oh, I watched it. Uh, like he I binge watched. I binged all it. the series. 
catch up. I binged it to catch up to get the into final the season. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And the final season was eh. it was okay. But this this one I'm gonna watch right from day one. So this takes place 200, 300 years before Game of Thrones, and it's about the Targaryens. The Targaryens yeah. and sort of the the progression of of the of the you know leadership through that yeah. through that family, right? Yeah. It's gonna be ten episodes. And they really have good. dragons like the Game of Thrones. She, the dragons were dead at the beginning, and then she had little baby ones. Yeah, and, and, and then but, but yeah, this is like when the dragons they had control of the dragons. They were ruling the place. If if you haven't, seen, I think a lot of people are following along with the trailer releases. So the, the latest one dropped yesterday, and it's like two three minutes long. It so looks amazing. It looks awesome. I, I'm I'm in. <laughs> Yeah, me too. I am fully. This, uh, you know what else I'm really looking forward to? So that one's on HBO. So we'll have it in Canada on Crave, the prequel, whatever the hell it's called, uh, to this Game of Thrones. But the other thing that I can't wait for, and this one drops in the fall, is the um, the the Lord of the Rings. Yes, yeah, that's another big one. I'm reading the prequel right now. I took that book with me on vacation. Oh, okay, the one before that uh, J.R. Tolkien wrote and had like like manuscripts all around his apartment when he hmm. passed away and his kid his eldest son sat down and tried to sort of piece together what he thought his dad was trying to accomplish so um, he put that together so and, and i'm talking like this is pre-hobbit stuff yeah you know in the in the battle um where they have the the, the king cuts off that it's yeah. supposed to be the rise of saruman yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the so it's going. It cuts off to, the ring, and yeah, so it's the, back in the, that the era. Finger flies, right? Yeah. Uh, the book is really difficult to read because how do I explain this book? And I can't even say the the title. It starts with an S. It's really difficult to sort of keep up with it because it's it's how the world was created. I'm only like a hundred oh, okay. pages in, and it's basically Are you actually reading it, or is this an audio book? No, I'm actually I've got the physical copy of the, the book. Silmarillion, Silmarillion. Yes, something so, like that. Yes, something like that. Anyway, it's a lot of elf phrases and elf terms, <laughs> and it's it's really difficult. Oh, to you pay don't attention. speak elvish, <sighs> Jimmy. This one's a tough one. I think you'd have a problem with it too. Yeah, both of these shows are shows like the Lord of the Rings and, and the Game of Thrones prequels are the ones I'll be watching alone. I will be. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. That's right. Because the McKay, wife, she won't watch anything with a sword in it. <laughs> By the she way, she says no sword shows. Tell her I'll be calling her today. Okay, I'm just I got to give her a shout. Like I mean, listen, I know she has needs, but she's got to leave you alone at night so you can get her good night's <laughs> sleep. So you show up at work. in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White, 95.7 Cruise FM. Victor, the president of the Edmonton Elks, thank you for joining us. This is our weekly chat. Um, we got a game tomorrow night. Um, first off, I want to make sure that you got the rutting section T-shirt and, and some swag. Did, did that show up at the office yesterday? I got it. Thank you for the great gift of swag. I'm sorry I'm not rocking it right now. <laughs> you can wear um, it Friday. That's that's it. Wear it to the games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come up and I, have a beer I, with I'll, us. I will represent at some point. Don't there, worry. There you go, my friend. Um, well, you got an interesting week here. Grant has, has the first question about well, something that probably you're dealing with. Right? Yeah, the Pope is coming this weekend. Um, so uh, the Elks play Friday. The Pope is there you know, later. We're wondering if there's a chance that he could bless the team. Yeah, I mean, 
I, I I've heard about that 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 Pope dude coming over here, and I I actually talk to his boss quite regularly. Okay. So, and uh, I'm like, yo, God, your man is coming to Edmonton, so. If you could, you know, maybe deliver a message through him to support the team, if you got time. I mean, I I know you got wars and famine and all this other kind of stuff going yeah. on, but yeah. if you could sprinkle a little, just a little bit of good luck over our way, I'll appreciate it. He hasn't gotten back to me yet, but uh, I'll let you know. We'll see. Let us know. Let yeah. us know what happens. So you launched this just before the last game, the 12 and under going free to the games. Or is that going to be for the rest of the season? Yeah, it's for the rest of the season, man. And getting a lot of great feedback from fans and parents that are just like, not only am I bringing my kid, but now my kid wants to bring their friend. So we're going to come out and cool. and um, the response has been great. Yeah, that's a great idea. That's mm-hmm. an excellent promotion. Um, one thing uh, that uh, that the Pope might be able to help you with is the, the matchup against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. We were just talking about this before we went live. That team is on a roll mm-hmm. again this year. Um, they have not lost, so they're 6-0. and They're coming into uh, Commonwealth with, with an Elks team that's, that's struggling again this year. Um, yeah, it's a, an important game for Edmonton tomorrow. We're at that point in the season where if we're going to turn it around, it needs to happen now. Yeah, I mean, Winnipeg is coming off. They're the only team in the league right now with a perfect record. But we also have a perfect record of losing at home this season. <laughs> so, you know, I, I mean, it's kind of the battle of perfect records. And, and But the pressure is on them. And it's, it's actually really interesting. I mean, there's a bunch of other sub-stories there. You, we've got um, Lawler and Sergio for the first time facing up against their, your, their previous teammates. And, you know, they, they know how competitive that team is. They know what they're up against. So I think that's going to be interesting. Cornelius is back at starting quarterback and his last game in Montreal just showed the kind of grit that he had. And to me, and I'll tell you a little quick, quick, uh, cool story is after the Montreal game, when you exit the Montreal stadium, you kind of, one of the exits, you go through this little dark tunnel before you go out to the road. And standing in that tunnel was Cornelius' dad, just standing there waiting really. for his son, hmm. you know? His, and and I, I saw him, and, and he stopped me and introduced himself, and um, and I talked to him, and he's just like, oh, I'm just, you know, waiting for Tay. And we you know, just want to congratulate him. And just a great, humble man who you could see how proud he was and how much he loved his son. And, and I think that Sometimes when you meet dads, it gives you this great insight into why their family or their son is the way that they are. And in this case, I really got a sense of just that humility and just, um, you know, what a good human he was. And and it was it was really great to have a brief interaction with him. Yeah, my daughters say that about me. Also. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a question for you, Victor, that you might not be able to answer. Um, well, maybe you maybe you can. I, I know your involvement in the Elks is you've only been doing it for a very uh, short period of time. I get the sense that this team, comparatively speaking to past years and other teams in the CFL, has been wildly active this year. Like I'm seeing transaction reports like weekly, almost sometimes daily. Uh, and I know, listen, I know that that's just part of football, but do you have a sense that, that, that your team is more active this year than in past years? 
Oh yeah, significantly. Yeah. I think we've done over 70 transactions in wow. this first, you know, third of the year, which is way more than everybody else. But um, this is what we hired Coach Jones for. We hired him to be that Swiss Army knife and find players that can play multiple ro- roles. We're taking quarterbacks, putting them as wide receivers. We're we're changing the machinery until we kind of get the the balance right. Like if you think about this team. Not only is the, almost the entire coaching staff brand new, we only have six returning veterans, maybe seven, I think, returning veterans from last year. Wow. Everybody else is a first time else. Um, but then on top of that, our six game injury list is about 13 players or 15 players deep right now. And all of those players on there read like our starting lineup. Like they're just yeah. the guys that we were counting on for this season, but that's the name of the game, right? Unfortunately, that's that's just what happens. So, I, I'm not not that that's an excuse because everybody has that challenge. But I think what I find optimistic and what I like to see is that our coaching team and Coach Jones is not sitting sitting idly on their hands. Yeah. He's like continually looking and trying to do, and but not even more so. If you look, and I, I don't know actually what the numbers on this, but I'm, I might actually now I think about it, I'm going to try and do this, is that if you look at all the transactions that we've done and the future draft trades that we have that we get for next year, he's actually building for next year. Yeah. Um, and what a lot of coaches are saying Chris, about the draft he's next for year yeah. is that that draft next year is going to be amazing because the players that were sort of out during COVID – have now had a chance to have the year to come back in. And so we're going to have a really great draft of deep, deep talent mm. for next year. Okay. Yeah, we'd say one more question. This one was from a listener. Jason Lazat wants to know if we can get a hot dog cannon in the stands. Yeah. Just to fire hot dogs <laughs> into the stands. Maybe you can borrow the Pope's. Write that down. Write that down, Victor. That's going to yeah, be the yeah. best idea you've had today. You can go well, home. You, you guys... You, do, do you remember years ago when they used to throw bags of frozen pierogies into the audience? <laughs> I don't remember that. I've heard about it. You I've heard, heard about, about it. The, the frozen pierogi. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. And I don't know how they ever came up with that idea, but it's like throwing a bag of rocks into the audience. You know? And people be like, ah, I'm going to hit him in the head. Can't I love pierogies. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. We'll see you at the game tomorrow, Victor. Um, we got our fingers crossed for a uh, for a, for a surprising output from uh, from the Edmonton Elks against a, a dominant team this year, uh, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, who come in undefeated. So, looking forward to it. Thank you for your time again, Victor. All right. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast on time and under budget. Sounds like it too. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.